Hey, what's up? No, the jingle. I'll take longer next time. I'll leave. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. What you, what you have to do, buddy? Uh, just chilling here. Just eating a little soup. Nice. How's the Castlevania adventure going? Um, kicking my ass. Not gonna lie. If it wasn't for state states, I would have died way too long ago. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Have you beat three yet? Nope. Um, probably at the last level, I've just beat that with holy water, which I'm proud of that. Yeah, I, uh... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I gotta say, holy water is so PS fuck whenever, whenever you can get, like, an enemy to hit it consistently. Yeah, I, uh, after you sent me that, uh, you, you told me that you were playing Castlevania 3 last night, I went and fixed my version of Castlevania 3 so I could start, and... I got. I just got to the uh, the level after where you. Cypher? Uh, I didn't. I right? didn't get her. The only one I've met is uh, Alucard. Huh. Well, that, that's because uh, Castlevania Three has like a branching path system, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually surprised you, if you didn't get Cypher. I'm surprised that you didn't end up with. I think the other character's name was Grant. Yeah. Oh no! I didn't yeah. see his ass either. Yeah, the first time I played the game when I uh, got the when I had the, the broken version of the game, uh, I got him, but I had no idea what he was saying to me because the text was all distorted because it was a file or something. I guess. Yeah. Have you taken the upper pass? Uh, no. I think I've done only the lower pass. Yeah, because I've only done lower pass, and I have not seen Cipher. Yeah, she was like a, the. Third level? Uh, but yeah, and the thing that threw me off was when I got when I got to Sypha, I like my only touching point for Castlevania 3 is the anime. And that the anime is, you know, loosely based off of Castlevania 3. Yeah. And I, like, when it said, hey, maybe I should take Cypher with me. He might be a good help. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Is that yeah. just like a, is that just like a Samus situation where it turns out that she is a, a woman? I mean, I've kind of, to be fair, I've known she was a woman for years because um, I don't know if you play the, the 3DS one. I don't remember if it was, yeah, I think it was 3, 3DS once. I you can actually okay. find like you can actually fight the corpse versions, the zombie versions of them in one oh. game as bosses. So I kind of known for a while. Also, yeah. if I remember right, it's in uh, Donna Sorrow. Yeah, in Donna Sorrow, um, if you get the bad ending, you can unlock uh, Julius mode, which is a uh, which is a throwback to the Castlevania 3 where you play as Julius, which is the Belmont, Alucard, and, um, oh, I forgot the Yoko, which is a Belnada's descendant, which is a, who is a woman as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I actually, okay, so my experience with Castlevania, this is really sad. I have only played a little bit of Symphony of the Night when it came out on Xbox 360 Arcade back like back when that was a big thing. 
and I only played like 20 minutes of it. And that was the only Castlevania that I had ever really played until uh, when the anime came out, like the first season of it came out. I had my 3DS and Castlevania 1 was on the virtual console. So I played I played and beat it there for the first time, only by the grace of safe states. And I am um, proud to say like I like I am I will 100% say that I have the infinite lives sheet turned on when I'm playing right now. Uh, but I am proud to say that just with safe states I was able to beat Castlevania 1. Which Hard. Yeah. Well, I've mostly been well, the old Castlevanias I've mostly played or have been the ones, like I said, for the for the DS and 3DS. I mean, not 3DS for the DS. Yeah. And yeah, the one. And those I'm, were those are basically RPGs. Yeah, and in pr- preparation for the retro show that we have, you know, coming up after the Resident Evil series, I downloaded allegedly a bunch of Delicious. uh yeah basically every, every single game that i wanted to play when i was younger but just didn't have the opportunity or the means to is on my steam deck right now and that includes you know pretty much every single castlevania game that's ever been released yeah makes sense yeah oh uh speaking of alleged uh emulation did you hear about uh, tears of the kingdom leaking yeah. Oh, yeah, I did tell you that. Yeah, uh, I did not think that such a big game was going to get leaked so fast, but I heard that not only has it been leaked, but since the leak happened, a lot of you know smaller mom-and-pop gaming stores have started breaking street release dates. So it's Ooh. it's just out there now. And I, yeah, I bet I Nintendo... I hope they don't get Nintendo, for that because Nintendo is not happy with that shit. Oh, uh, and the thing is, there are idiots, absolute morons, that are posting uh, pictures and videos of them running Tears of the Kingdom on their Steam Deck and their modded Switches. And I was like, you are just giving Nintendo license to come after you. I mean, they really can't do much against them in particular other than taking down the videos. But um, unless they personally pirate it themselves, they can't really do much. I mean, like they they personally downloaded the game from like from the Nintendo system. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, you kind of cut out because somebody uh, was calling me. Uh, what were you saying, buddy? Oh, I was tell- I was saying that uh, Nintendo can't really can't really do much against the people who are like just showing them, just showing like in their videos how to take it down. Because well, I- um, yeah. Because uh, technically, they would only get in trouble if they're the ones like downloading the ROMs like um, from the um, from the Switch and then distributing them. There was actually uh, I can't remember what YouTube channel it was, but the, uh, it was around when the Steam Deck first came out. You know, people were really seeing what it could do, and yeah. there was there was one particular YouTube channel. I think it might have been Linus Tech Tips, but I can't remember for sure, and. They made a video showing the absolute 100% legal way to get in, you know, to, you know, dump your Nintendo Switch's software and the firmware for it and everything and how to dump your games. All 100% legal on how to do it. And the name of the video was Take It Down, Nintendo. We dare you. 
Yeah. To be fair, Nintendo takes down whatever, whatever like looks like they're taking like their property. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's still a thing, but uh, this is just turned into another episode of us talking trash with Nintendo. But yeah. there was a there was a long time where a lot of content creators just could not do Nintendo games because they couldn't monetize their videos. I mean, I'm pretty sure like they still can't really do much about it. I think the only difference now is that you can become a Nintendo partner, and that's the way that you can monetize your videos. But I think that in there's some kind of caveat there that makes it to where it's not really something you want to do. Yeah, well, it's Nintendo, so yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, the way Nintendo treats its fans, it's just like, yeah, I wouldn't want to be partners with them either. Yeah, I mean, and I was actually talking to somebody about this earlier. Uh, they were talking about how they had already ordered Tears of the Kingdom, and I was telling them the only way that I will pay for Tears of the Kingdom is with the Nintendo Switch voucher system they have right now, which is basically you pay $100, and you get to pick two first-party Nintendo games of your choice and redeem them, and those are your games now. And Tears of the Kingdom was one of those games. And like the other games on the list is like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. You can get Metro Prime Remastered. Uh, but yeah. pretty much any any first party Nintendo game, and that is the only way that I will pay money for Tears of the Kingdom. Makes sense. Because I'm, I I, I just I cannot justify paying seventy dollars for a video game on a system that barely works. Yeah, that makes sense. If it, if it was a thing where you know it was a Switch Pro coming out, and you know it had better optimization for Tears of the Kingdom. Then maybe I could justify that price tag, but with a current hardware, seventy dollars. I, I mean, people are paying seventy dollars for games on Xbox, you know, Series X and S and the PS5 that run at sixty frames per second, and I, I just don't have any faith that this game is going to come out and run okay. I think it'll just. I think it might make it look. They make make it work okay, but. We'll, we'll be left. We'll be... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Oh no. From what I've heard, the original one ran pretty well, so I'm pretty sure if they don't really do much with the graphics, it just, it'll run just fine. I think we'll be lucky to get a 30 FPS lock. Oh, I'm pretty sure like they're not gonna go up 30 FPS. I'm not like I'm not giving that that my credit. No, uh, because they still have not fixed Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So. Uh... Oh no, Scarlet and Violet just gave it up. Just. Put it as a give us completely given up on. It. They're not gonna do much about it other than sell DLC. Yeah, the and the sad thing is, is that the the modding community has pretty much they they came out with a uh, 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 mod for the emulator that basically uh, you can make it to where it runs better, and that's pretty much your best bet at getting this game to run okay. To be fair, mods have been fixing this kind of shit for for years now. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is fair. Uh, but anyway, that's that's enough talking smack on Nintendo. Yes, yeah, that's about to say for, that's about for this for this episode. All shit, Nintendo. Uh, but yeah, so today we're talking about Resident Evil Six and Revelations One, and what uh, we're gonna start with Six. What are your opinions on Resident Evil Six? Uh, well, just like we were talking about, um. 
talking some time ago. Uh, I feel Resident Evil Six is like playing John Wick the game, with like yeah. all the movement options and shit you can do. And to be fair, it's kind of cool that way. But like the mat, like the barrier of entry for that for that level of gameplay is way too high for like most people. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. I mean, I couldn't do half the shit I've seen people do, so I'll I'll, get, I'll say that much. I'm not that good. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, there's even, but to to be fair, that's in any Resident Evil game. If you, if you look, you can find people doing absolutely insane level. Like even in the Resident Evil Four remake, I've seen a couple yeah, I was videos. Gonna say, have you seen the guy that's just kind of like at the entrance of the castle, just wrecking shit? Yes, yes, I have. That is the exact video I was talking about, actually. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, especially in the. Uh, is it called Mercenaries in Six or is it called something else? Um, I forgot what it's called, but I'm pretty sure it's Mercenaries. Yeah, the uh, j- just the gameplay p- capabilities in that mode alone are just absolutely incredible, and I enjoyed how they kind of had fun with that because you could play as all of the Left 4 Dead characters. I'm pretty sure. I was going to mention Resident- the same damn thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure isn't there a way that. Isn't there like a mode where you can like there's the tanks and stuff in there as well? Uh, what, which one? I'm sorry. Like the tank from Left 4 Dead isn't? Then they. Uh, oh yeah, they added as, the they added the, they added the infected as uh, enemies. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a thing, and uh, that that is the the most fun that I had with Resident Evil Six. Like both times I played, it, I played it twice. Once for uh, once for the original playthrough in the game first came out, and then once for the uh this playthrough, and I will say I didn't play through all the campaigns this time through just because at a certain point the 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 game was too much. It was too much. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like uh, you you know, I played through the whole thing, but uh, actually multiple times because I went ahead and got like all the little. Uh, all the little targets you can shoot and shit. Yeah, the uh, I played through Leon's campaign, which uh, I, I, if I remember correctly, that was my favorite campaign when I originally played it. And I think yeah. if you if you ask online, that's like the general favorite is Leon's campaign. Uh, I think that if they would have, like, I understand they're trying to go for this big sprawling project, but if they would have focused the game just on Leon's campaign. And spread that out a little bit more, fleshed it out. Uh, I think that would have made Resident Evil Six a much better game uh, in general. Yeah. I think there. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I think that there were a lot of silly moments that were just silly, and I think there are there are silly moments that were cool. Uh, a lot of the the underground section where you're in the tomb. There, there were a lot of moments in that section where I was like, "This is stupid," but I love it. And I'm specifically talking about the part where you're being chased by the zombies through the hallway, and you could turn around and turn on the flamethrower to just roast all of them in a in a line. I was I was gonna say turning on the trap to kill the fatty. That's another good one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I do actually like I, like I said I do like uh, RE6. It just yeah like they went. Which, like as most people say, like, oh, it went too far in action, and yeah, it's it did. But uh, if you're playing with friends, god damn it, it's a good time. Oh, it's absolutely a good time because <clears throat> I remember Emily and I were looking for a game to play about a year ago, 
and we saw Resident Evil 6, and we're like, look, this game sucks, but we could still try. <laughs> and I was I was hoping that she would pick the Leon campaign because I'm my favorite, but she wanted to play Chris's campaign. I was like, oh, that's the worst one. Oh, and, no, it is not. It is not the worst one. Okay, do you hate Jake's campaign more? Is that what you're going with this? Oh, no, Ada's. Okay, I don't really remember Ada's campaign that much. It, let's just say it is kind of painful at times. Uh, but I, I, I just remember, like, playing through Chris's campaign was so much more fun. So much more fun when you had somebody else to play it with. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're in the uh, the market section and you're having to, like, go around to, like, and you're fighting off things while you're trying to opening, open up the doors and get all the keys and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jake's campaign, I just remember being, it, it felt like that they tried to... Blinded by snow. Blinded by, by snow. That's my only comment. Yeah, that, and also, it was like, it, it was like a test run for trying to get Nemesis, to, the, the whole Nemesis, Nemesis chase like... to be pop. Yeah. And... <laughs> I mean, it's no code Veronica Genesis, you know, but it's <laughs> they did the best they could. Oh, I like I actually do like uh, a little bit of like um, what I do like the chemistry of Jake and uh, Cherry because they're like, oh, yeah, we're both basically like superhumans with with like different types of abilities. Yeah, I did, I did like that chemistry they had between them. Like, oh, I can basically like heal myself and Jake's like. Yeah, I'm basically Wesker Jr. Yeah, so maybe you can, maybe you can like remember this. Does Jake know that his dad was a really crappy guy? Um, a little bit. Of, I mean, he always knew he was crappy because she just left him and his mom. Okay, um, because yeah, but then that then like when he when he was talking with Chris, he's like he he does kind of get a sense for like, oh yeah. I'm I, like I know Chris is probably like tough asshole, but uh, he probably wouldn't kill anybody just for killing them. Yeah, because I remember uh, I don't remember the context around it, but I remember that scene where Chris uh, like, "Yeah, I killed your dad," and he's like, "You killed my dad!" And like I, was, I always thought that was silly, but I couldn't remember if Jake knew that he like his dad was evil or not. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was more like. More like the gut reaction of like I never knew my dad, and you like didn't give you didn't even give me a chance to like meet him. Well, to be fair, kid, he was uh, throwing boulders at people. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted uh, complete global saturation. Ah, uh, that's a nice callback. That's a nice callback. I appreciate it. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, and then we, we've talked about this in a previous episode, but I, I will never get over the airplane level. <laughs> I will never let it go. I think that was so dumb in Leon's campaign. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you didn't listen to that episode, basically, like, right before this that level, they fake their deaths. And then they somehow get on a plane within, like, an hour. And somehow... These people with identities that are completely made up, I, I assume they got fake identities, are able to smuggle pistols, assault rifles, sniper rifles, and nobody bats an eye. I'm pretty sure Leon just showed him his gorgeous hair and they just let him through. He did like a little hair flip and then like let this gorgeous man in. 
<laughs> no questions. No questions. I, I think we have to take his passport. Let him in! <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, do you have any more thoughts on Resident Evil 6 before we move on? Um, blood up potential, a lot of fuck ups. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty fair. But uh, so in in my head canon, I always thought that Resident Evil Revelations one was after, like it came out after six. Like that was always a thing for me. But until we got to this review and I was looking everywhere and they said it came up before six. We should talk about Revelations first, is what I'm getting at. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. But yeah, well, like it was always in my head. I always thought that game came out after. No, because I, the reason I I, sh- I was sure it came before is because it came for the 3DS. Well, yeah, but 3DS was, you know, that was around the same time. Yeah, but I, f- but I know like it came in it came. I just kind of like had a sense that like, oh yeah, that was before. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on Resident Evil Revelations? Damn good game too. Oh yeah, and especially I it was nice. Uh, I thought it, like what it did really good is like the little suspense at the times. Yeah, uh, especially when you're we were walking down and that lady get turns into one of whatever they were. And you can just yeah. hear her. You can just hear her voice coming towards you. It's terrifying. Oh, the one I wanted to point out is like uh, I don't know if you're too big on reading the the notes as you're playing. Here and there, yeah. Yeah. Um, when you get to like the first guy with a chainsaw arm. Yeah. When you're just reading, like when you're reading the journals, and it's like, and the guy's basically like turning alive and like growing another head to the side, and it's like. Oh yeah, he's my friend. And he's like just you can just see him going crazy. <laughs> Itchy tasty. Basically. And I thought that shit was so well done, dude. Yeah, and not even to mention the fact that this was a game on the like it was a game on 3DS, which at the time like we had gotten Resident Evil Mercenaries and not a lot of people liked it and the game didn't run well. And it, you know, it looked it looked good for a handheld but this game came out, looked even better than that game, ran way better. Uh, I think this was the first game that it, there was like a little attachment for the 3DS where you could add a second little stick. And I'm pretty sure that this was the I first game it. to take advantage. Oh, you do? I have that little thing because I bought it for uh, Metal Gear. Nice. That was actually uh, one of the big reasons why I got the... I think it was the 3DS XL that came with that, like just in there. It was yeah. no, it was a new 3DS uh, XL. But that was yeah. such a that was such a great handheld. It was like a, I had the Galaxy Purple one, dude. That's awesome. But uh, I just remember playing through this game the first time, and I I felt this way then. I still feel this way now. I did not like the scanning mechanic. I. Yeah, that was kind of like. I mean, I find it kind of weird that it just gave you green herbs. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I li- I like that. Like, I like for like. Uh, to be fair, I like how they like took the concept and used it in um, Revelations Two, where it's like, oh yeah, this character can actually find hidden items because they're like shining a flashlight, like making the like finding a glow, finding a reflection, or just kind of like the, the little girl has another point of view. Yeah. But uh, in yeah, it just felt weird in uh, Revelations One. 
Yeah, and just to kind of pee, you know, piggyback off of that, I feel like they wanted those kind of mechanics in there to differentiate that this is a spinoff of the main franchise. And I wish they would just wouldn't have done that and they would have just let it be a Resident Evil game. Yeah. The only other like major issue I had with Revelations 1 was the fact that sometimes it's it's not really obvious where you need to go. Yeah. Which, I mean, I know that in, like, classic Resident Evils, I mean, you didn't know where to go really either a lot of times. But in this one, it kind of, like, this one really felt like the, because, you know, the ship had personality, sure. But a lot of, a lot of it looked the same. So I got lost more than once a lot of times. And I would have to look up, like a video showing me, you know, okay, I had to go, I had to go through that door instead of this door over here. So let me go through that one. Uh, especially when you get towards the later game and you're really having to do a lot of backtracking. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I, I enjoyed all, I, like I enjoyed a good 90% of Revelations. That's, that's yeah. why it's one of my favorites. If and I can add one I, thing, I feel the last boss is not memorable at all. I hated the last boss. All right, I got so I got frustrated and I quit on that one. I just watched the ending on YouTube, <laughs> which it's it's one of those things where I don't remember having any problems with it when I played on the 3DS, and I, I was like, I played this on my Switch last year, and I just I I had so many times. What what was happening was I was running out of like good ammo. I think I went into the fight with not enough ammo. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, the final boss was just kind of weird. Yeah, it was. Like I said, that last little section was not memorable, so I feel that was just kind of like a little bit of a waste. Uh, Also... Other than that last... Oh, go ahead. Also, I know you mentioned it, but... uh, the part where you fight, where you fight, was you use the two um, Tom Soldier dudes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't really like care much, care much for it at all. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and if we're talking about characters that weren't really memorable, I did not like the. I think her name was Jessica. Was that the girl that was with Chris? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I didn't care for her character either. I think that. She was. Uh, I thought that she was a dumb character then, and I, I didn't change my opinion on this playthrough. There, I, I think that there were cool aspects of those sections of the game. Like I didn't hate those parts of the game because they had cool parts in them, but the I, it was the characters that brought it down for me. Yeah, uh, to be fair, like another thing that I thought was kind of stupid is the hair. Uh, you're talking about the Jessica character's hair? Yeah, Jessica and um, and the other dude that was supposed to be kind of a bad guy, but then he wasn't bad, but then he was bad. Oh, you're talking about the red-haired dude? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. He had bad hair. Yeah, I mean, those two characters, I felt like, had really stupid hair. That is that is very true. Uh, but, but I mean, that like being said... Yeah, for real. The... Uh, <laughs> I mean, the bad character side, though, I had fun in all of the levels. Like, especially the, uh, they did a good job 
they did a much better job with blending action and horror than Resident Evil Six did. And yeah, yeah, that most the, definitely. The action sections uh, were I, I thought were really solid. The one that I enjoyed the most was when you're fighting your way through the the office building and was it Terragrigia? Is that where? Is it, yeah. that the name of it? That that level was fun. I highly enjoyed all of the moments in there because it's tight quarters. You've got you've got good guns and you're fighting a lot of hunters. And it was especially on the I tried the higher difficulty on that one, and I do not recommend it. But it was still a lot of fun. Like even on the easier difficulties, it was tense. It had a lot of cool moments in it, and it's just insane that this was a game that came out on 3ds and just absolutely killed, and it's still a great game. Yeah, that is true. It like I am amazed because I played a lot. Of, I played through Resident Evil Revelations, I think, but did twice. And yeah, it, I mean, I know they did an upgrade, an update for PC, which is the one I've been playing. But uh, I'm like to think that was in like the 3DS. I, that surprised me because it was not a small game. No, it wasn't, and like it played great. Like from what I remember. It, 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 it obviously it looks way better on PC because you know the upscaled resolutions and all that. Yeah. And you can and sixty frames per second. But I mean, just what a great game for the 3DS. And oh, I yeah. will always, if somebody's like, "Hey, what should I play on 3DS?" I'm always gonna say, "Get Revelations," because that's such an incredible game. Yeah. No, I'll probably say Metal Gear, but Revel because I haven't played the Revelations one. But oh no no no! Uh, Don't get me I've wrong. That's it. Recommended. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that's like the one game I'm gonna like just play this, but it's just one of the games I would tell people to play. Yeah. And uh, just to, to end the episode here, why don't we have Street Pass for the Switch? Because Street Pass was such a big deal on the 3DS, and I loved it. I brought my my 3DS everywhere, and especially like the little bit of time I went to college, I took because that thing. Hates and you. Every day, Leo, I had that 3DS on me, and I would get in my car at the end of the school day, and I'd have like 30 different Street Pass things, and it was like such a big, fun gaming thing that I loved to do. And then Nintendo was like, "Oh, everybody loved that. Let's just take it away." Yeah, they were like, "Oh, you guys are enjoying this. Let me just remove this. You don't need this anymore." Yeah, you don't need that. Just give that over. Just give that over to Daddy Nintendo right now. Yeah. No, I remember having. I remember at least for like uh, when I bought the Smash Bros for the 3DS, which is like the last time I actually bought. Like I went to like a midnight sale. Yeah, Again, we had a lot game. of people. We had a what? That's like a good game for the 3DS. Yeah. Um, remember, like we had a lot of fun with like the random people around, just like uh, trading, trading street pass, playing playing games around. You know. Yeah, I mean that was definitely good. I remember. Uh, downloading Super Smash Brothers 3DS and uh, connecting it to McNeese's internet just so the 3DS could finish the download when I got to, to my classes. And I, I had put my laptop screen up and I was playing Super Smash Brothers behind the laptop while class was going on because I was so excited to have that kind of portability in a Smash Brothers game. Yeah. But oh, yeah, that's... That. Yeah, that's... And a time has passed, and we are out of time for this episode. Uh, join us next time for us to talk more smack on Nintendo for another day. Fuck Nintendo. Hell yeah. All right, see you, buddy. <laughs> see you, man.